Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Remanu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous, sunny, stunning, mid-60s Seattle area. It's gorgeous. We hope wherever you are in the world, whether it's daylight, whether it's fall um, or budding spring, that you are enjoying your your life, that you're moving in the present moment, and that you're able to shift your frequency while we stand on the leading edge of thought with another beautiful author talking about how we can love ourselves. You know, one of the fun things about my job is interviewing people, as I've said many times. And one of my mentoring students handed me a book about two weeks ago, maybe a little bit longer. Time flies, uh, I think. And and I love the co- cover, by the way. It's bright yellow, and the title is You Are a Badass. And I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> um, the subtitle is How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. The author is Jen Chero, and um, she's visiting us from Santa Fe, Mexico. And, and so welcome, Jen. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. So happy to be here. Oh, it's lovely to have you here. You are a best-selling author, success coach who has helped countless people transform their personal and professional lives via your newsletter, seminars, private sessions, public appearances, articles, products, and books. A few years ago, uh, you said goodbye to your home in California in order to travel the world indefinitely and encourage as many people as possible to live lives of unbridled awesomeness. So how amazing is that, you know, to help people live their authentic, beautiful, wonderful selves and swear while you're doing it at the same time. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It it proves that you really can have everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think that's what makes your book so unique um, is the fact that you're saying things that we're already saying to ourselves and you're cracking us up at the same time, which, as you know, humor is a great way to shift someone's frequency and vibration especially as they're reading about how they need to stop doubting themselves. And then you put a line in there that makes them crap, crack up. I was going to say crap up, but crack up. <laughs> then you've got their frequency vibrating at a different you know, um, frequency than they were previously, especially when we're talking about something as important as many of us believe and take too seriously, which is spirituality. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's so funny. I never thought about it that way, that the humor raises your frequency as well. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I, you I, know, I think it was brilliant of you because, you know, I've been reading self-help books since, you know, for since for forever. So, you know, I have I have pretty much memorized the text pretty much. And so when I'm reading a book on spirituality and I see the F word in there, it's changing my whole vibrational pattern because it's not what I expect. And so it's really hard for a person who's reading your book to move into defense mechanisms because you're breaking their pattern and you're helping them to move into a completely different dimensional space. Very brilliant of you. Thank you. Well, honestly, the, the impetus for writing it was I wanted to reach a lot of people who were really snarky about self-help and sort of eye-rolly and like they needed the help desperately but they didn't want to be caught dead with it which is how I was back in the day. I I didn't know that. I didn't get that from reading your book at all. Yeah. At all. I just feel oh this very genuine woman who loves everyone and wants them to be happy and fulfilled and wants them to stop listening to all the stories that they're telling themselves in their brain. 
Well, that's true. That is how I am. But when I was work, when I very first started working on myself, I was like, oh my gosh, do I really have to read that book? Like, it just all <laughs> seems so, so uncool, quite frankly. And so, but I did it because I, I had to get my act together and I was going to do whatever it took. But I was just irritated that it was going to take that and that there was no fun or humor or, you know, and there's some great books out there, by the way. I don't mean Oh, of course. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no. I think your I think your book is perfect because it makes it more real for a lot of individuals. In fact, you have a chapter called The G Word, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, is God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's the G Word because it, it, not everybody likes that word. Right. Totally. Right. So, um so you're in Santa Fe, New Mexico right now, but you've been mm-hmm. traveling around the world and you just got back from being overseas. Where have you been? Well, I was just in South Africa on safari, which was wow. so much fun. Um, but I actually, that my bio is a little bit out of date. I did, I, I was home free, as I like to call it, for three years. And I, I just recently in the past, I guess not that recent, the past eight months, uh, settled down in Santa Fe. So, nice. but for three years, I was living out of a suitcase, which was lovely. And just being all over the world and experiencing no mattery. Was that one of your goals, one of your desires that you had to, you know, live out of a suitcase and travel around the world? You know, it's interesting. I guess it was. I don't think I was so aware of it. I hadn't been like, oh, I want to live nowhere and travel. I love, <laughs> I've always loved to travel. I've always known I want to love to travel. But the opportunity presented itself, and I sort of left into it without thinking about it too much. And, you know, the first six months were massively unsettling and crazy making. And then I, I was just right at the top of the wave after that. But <laughs> it was, yeah, it wasn't something I'd been thinking about for a long time. But once I got into it, I was like, oh my gosh, could this be more perfect for me or what? Oh, well, I'm proud of you. I think that takes a tremendous amount of courage. And Thank you. Yeah. And I'm sure you've had some incredible life experiences in Santa Fe. It's a great place to land. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Love, love, love it. Great, unique energy. So in your book, one of the things you write about, um, and this is from your book, what I'm about to say, most people are living in an illusion based on someone else's beliefs. Mm-hmm. So do you mind you know, expanding on that? Yeah. Uh, you know, we all are raised in a certain society by certain parents, and we don't really realize how, how that dictates our belief systems. So um, we end up, whether we realize it or not, um, believing and beliefs are what are running the entire show, what are creating our reality. We end up believing stuff that we may not in our hearts actually believe. We're sort of on autopilot because that's what we took in from day one. and That's what sort of formed us. So the, the beautiful thing, we always say awareness is the first step to transformation. So once you become aware of the beliefs that you have, and you can be like, do I really believe that? And then mm-hmm. you can start questioning it. And then once you bust yourself on your false beliefs, that's when you can start turning it around. But it won't start until you become aware of what your beliefs are. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. You know, a lot of whatever we hear from our parents or our teachers or whatnot are the beliefs that we um, embody and start living th- through. Mm-hmm. And I think you call that the big snooze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so many of the self-help books that I was reading were calling it your ego. Uh-huh. And I always thought ego was when you're really conceited, which is part of it. But it's not the whole thing. It, it, it's much broader than that. So I found that confusing. So I wanted to come up with my own term for it. And I just thought big snooze, since it also is BS. Yeah. <laughs> was more appropriate, and it's and it's the part of you that's asleep. It's the part of you that's running on autopilot. It's the part of you that's believing these beliefs that are not in line with who you truly are. 
say you're asleep in that sense. And um, so I thought the big snooze was kind of a good way to explain that. I think it's beautiful. I'm just going to read a little bit of your of your book right now, right? And this is in um, the big snooze chapter. So if you finally decide to quit your soul-crushing job and start the pastry shop of your dreams, be not upset if a truck drives through your front window into your scones. And that's because when we start to shift our frequency, which you wrote so eloquently in the book, because people stop, you know, as soon as one little speed bump happens in their life, they stop the whole dang thing, even though it brings them enormous joy because they think it's a sign that the universe is saying, no, don't do that. Run back to your corporate job. (laughs) And be miserable. (laughs) And be miserable. Yeah. But truly, the universe is, is, because you're changing your life, you're creating some confusion, so to speak, in your own being and your own energy. And so you kind of attract some confusion, confusion potentially during this big change. Absolutely. And if you look at nature, it's, it's the way it rolls. It's like, look at birth, how chaos and crazy and bloody and insane is that? giving birth, you know, it's, it's kind of like you, everybody has to give birth, especially when you're giving birth to your new self and you're transforming. It's a birthing process. So you have to have the labor pains. You have to have the, you know, the, whatever else is going on. I'm not going to get too graphic on the birth process, but, um, you know, growth, growth requires friction or else it can't happen. I, I, so, I think that is so important because you're not going to find that in many spiritual books like okay yes you're on the right track and some stuff might happen and, and you write in here growth isn't for weenies right that's why <laughs> totally because also you're getting outside of your comfort zone if everything was all comfy and cozy you wouldn't be moving anywhere so we call it the comfort zone because it's comfortable the, the discomfort zone is where all the action happens right all the joy all the pleasure all the amazing mm-hmm. you write in here about a couple of your clients one was a woman who wanted to i believe start like a record label and mm-hmm. so she had this cool, you know, sound system and recording studio made, and it burned down to the ground. You know, mm-hmm. all of her equipment was gone. And she could have easily gone, you know, forget this. Uh, I'm going to go yep. back to my other life. But she decided not to, and she got better equipment and opened up another studio that was phenomenal. And now she's living her dream. Mm-hmm. And you see it all the time. I, I have so many, many, many stories like that, and even in my own life. Right. You know? Yeah, and I almost now, it's like I actually I just got home from South Africa, and my house was flooded when I got home at 2 o'clock in the morning with crazy jet lag, and I was like, oh, my God, what is going on? And I was like, this is a good time. I have all these huge things on the horizon. I was like, I'm glad that my house is underwater. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are you kind of using it as a sign that everything's fine? Like, oh, I'm on the right track. If weird stuff happens, it's okay. I choose to do that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It actually made me reevaluate even my own experiences. As I stepped into the career that I have today, I was also getting a divorce, and a judge had ordered me to go back to my old job um, full-time, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't do. I was very lucky. A lot of beautiful things happened, and I didn't have to, and I made more money doing something else. Um, Good for you. Right. But I didn't I never looked at it the way that you did. You know, I didn't look at it, oh, I'm I was moving into my light and my brightness and there's that friction that occurs as you're dissolving your old beliefs. I I think that's fascinating. Well, here's the thing too. We live in a culture that um coddles, we love to coddle and we love to commiserate. And how fun is it to like post on Facebook that my house was flooded when I got home for the to the 8 billion comments you're going to get from everybody who feels so sorry for you. We get off on it, you know? We really do. And so 
this again is being aware. It's like, what is going to bring you more power wallowing in that or looking at it and be like, well, guess I better tear up the carpet and get on with my life (laughs) and use it in an empowering way. And that's with every single second of every day, we have the choice to, to, you know, feel sorry for ourselves or, or move along and decide that it's empowering somehow. Right. And you're pointing out again and again in the book that if you're unhappy and you're not living in joy or bliss, that's a really boring life. And we are all miraculous creatures who have incredible gifts and talents and abilities that will never, ever, ever go away. And you might have to swim through some obstacles in your life, but that makes life even as exciting as just going to that way more than going to that boring, cruddy job that just turns your soul off. Right. You could stay there. Right. No one's making you do anything, but you feel more alive, you know? I mean, it does come with the challenges and obstacles, but I'd rather feel alive and have challenges and obstacles than dead at a job and have none. Right. No, I, th- I think that's you know? a really important message for people because the contentment, like you said, feels so comfortable and so easy, but it's really not easy. It's just, it's a false perception. It's torture. Right. Living a mediocre life is more painful than any of the crap you have to go through to kick some butt, you know? And I also really want to say that I do not believe that everybody has to be all positive and happy and joyful all the time, because I, I, I know that that's something, too, that people then beat up on themselves for yet another reason, because they're not. You're allowed to feel things and be sad and go through things. It's just that we tend to hang out there way too long and make it a habit to seek that feeling out rather than digging deeper and being like, could I move past this right now? Or am I sort of hung up on it because I'm getting attention for it? Mm. That's, that's where I like to bring people's awareness. I think that's wonderful. Because really, as you write in the book, what's necessary is that you feel. It, it, you wrote in here how important affirmations are, which is so true. But you also wrote that you have to have a feeling behind the affirmation or it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're, if you're only in that positive energy and you're not feeling the the robust of your entire emotional system to the best of your ability, then you're not Mm -hmm. going to be able to really notice when you're in a positive frequency, as you're saying, a particular affirmation that really does touch you versus one that doesn't. Mm -hmm. Because think about it. What is a frequency? It's a feeling. So feelings are, are, are running the show. So if you're just viewing words and you've got no feeling, you're not moving anything. You know the difference between saying something that feels like nothing and saying something that makes you feel like you could flip over a car. You know, that's motivating. That'll help you blast past any fears or uncertainties. So it is truly about uh, figuring out what makes you feel powerful and consciously doing that as much as you possibly can, while still feeling the the sad and the and the scary feelings, but not making them what's driving the bus. Right. No, it's lovely. You also talk in here too about while you're on that move to your greatness, like you put a, an example. In the book, someone who wants to be a rock star, let's say, and they're waiting tables at the moment while they're creating and forming their life. And that if you can be happy as whatever you're doing, so that first of all, you get some great tips, you can have more income, but so that you can authentically enjoy where you are, that's going to feed your vibration and your frequency so that it will spill into your dream that you're putting positive energy towards and feeling and visualizing and holding space for. 
Totally, and that's why when you see two people who are doing the exact same things, they have the exact same goals, and they're doing the exact same thing, and you can't figure out why one seems successful and one isn't, it usually comes down to the attitude. Because if you're waiting tables and you're all grouchy that somebody else is on stage making a million bucks doing splits in the air with a guitar in their hands, you know, and how come I have to wait tables? And if you have that attitude, think about the frequency of that, whereas, if you see that person doing a split in the air and you know you're on your way there and you're so psyched and you're waiting tables because you're dedicated to getting to that stage and, and you've got a good attitude about it, it's, gonna, it's not only going to raise your frequency, but it's going to attract people to you who can actually help you because who wants to hang out with a grouchy fan? And what's more fun than being around somebody who's so lit up by their life and so enthusiastic and so grateful? You want to uh, help them even if nothing comes back to you. You know what I mean? Like you just want them to be, you want to be around them. Wow. Like being around a fire. Wow. I think that's extremely profound because as we change and move, we have to kind of stay in the place that we were, whatever that was, while we shift into this new you know, world that we're manifesting mm-hmm. consciously, right, versus the unconscious one that we created. And I think right. that that's extremely profound. And I don't think that's uh, commonly, you know, expressed the way that you expressed it. And I think it's challenging for a lot of people. But you're right. That's a, a huge missing ingredient to, to be in joy in what you're doing, you know. And mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it's a choice. That's the thing, and it's an awareness. So, you know, you decide one day that you're going to completely change your life and you want out of your crappy job. You know, it probably won't happen within the next five hours, right? So, <laughs> so what you change what you can change, which is your attitude. You can change that on a dime. Wow. So you start with that. Wow. And you really work at it, and you look for the positive things that are going on around you, because trust me, there are plenty at all times. And just focus on that. It's really, this is the thing I remember when I was starting to work on myself, and as I said in the book, my big thing was money. I was always just broke as a joke. And and I remember um, reading all the books and going to all the seminars and, you know, to dousing myself in self-helpery, and, um, and I kept waiting for the the, like the real thing, like the, the really big secret. Like, okay, yeah, change my attitude, raise my frequency, hang out with people who are kicking butt. I read it over <laughs> and over and over and over, and I was like, but what's the real thing? Like, what's the big? It can't be this easy. And I got it. It's like it's kind of it's the cosmic joke. It's actually really stupid easy. We just decide that it has to be really hard. Right. And during that interesting transitional place, if we're brave enough to allow ourselves to have that experience. Things change in your life. Your friends may walk away from you. You know, you, your carpet might get drowned by water. You know, things might happen, and that's not a sign for you to stop. That's a sign for you to go, okay, something is happening. Something's clearing the way. Like maybe your beautiful home needed a, a shift in frequency, and so now you have this gorgeous new carpet in your house. Right. Right. Exactly. I'm actually really looking forward to it. It's exciting. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. if your life starts to fall apart... It's important to realize, from your limited perception, it's important to realize it could be exactly what you need. Um, I'm yes. having the pleasure today of interviewing um, Jean Sincero. Did I say that correctly, Jean? It's actually Jen. Jen. Jennifer. Jennifer yes. Sincero. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. She's the author of You Are a Badass. Um, and one of the things that you wrote in here um, that you get to have happen as you read this wonderful book is make some damn money already, the kind you never made before. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Cherry Show. We'll, we'll be right back.
Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic medium and crystal child, Lindsay Paul, as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond. Along with her psychic and skeptic, Abraham DeWeese and Indigo Child, Sarah Ellis. They'll help you sort of new heights by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within Radio Thursdays at 1 p.m. Would you like to be a Reiki master? Join Marie at the Redmond Hyatt, March 27th through the 29th. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to people at all levels of energy medicine healing knowledge. Completing the course will certify you as a Reiki 1, 2, and 3 practitioner. This is truly a transformative weekend. Enrollment is limited, therefore registration is required. For more information about the Reiki Master Workshop at the Redmond Hyatt in Redmond, Washington, visit energyintuitive.com. Manifesting dreams into reality is meant to be exciting and easy. When the tools you use stop working, a lack of self-worth is most likely holding you back. Marie's Affirm Your Worth cards are the perfect solution to increase self-appreciation while magnetizing your dreams into reality in a nurturing and fun way. Order your Affirm Your Worth cards today online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-485-8813. That's 425-485-8813. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Cherry Show. I'm live here in gorgeous, sunny, beautiful Seattle where everything is in bloom. Even all my magnolia trees are blooming. They got a little freaked out one day because they got frosty, but it, they're still on the bloom. And I'm having the pleasure of interviewing Jen Sincero. She's the author of You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life, um, which, of course, you're living. Um, Jen, you can also find out wonderful things um, from her by visiting her website at jensincero.com, which is S-I-N-C-E-R-O is her last name, dot com. Um, find out all kinds of, you have funny videos, by the way, great videos, lovely pics. Thank you. Yeah. And um, your, your job is to help people to create a life that they totally love and create it now. Yeah. Fun-o-rama. <laughs> Fun-o-rama. <laughs> we do have a caller. Who do we have? Taylor from Florida. We will go ahead and take Carrie come, calling in from Florida, and she's got a uh, fear about a chronic problem. So, Carrie, you're live on Marie Manu Cherry. Hello, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. How are you guys? So great to be on the call with you. Thank you. And, and My what, pleasure. Yeah. What can Jen do for you? <laughs> well, I, I the topic you're talking about is exactly what I'm dealing with, and I basically fluctuate between, of course, I'm a badass, and then, you know, my, my I have a lot of chronic pain, and pain is always demanding to be felt, and so that kind of starts to get me a little bit into despair, fear, paranoia, and I just, I bounce back out of it, but it's fake, you know, it, it feels inauthentic because 
the pain is there and it doesn't go away just because I, I bounce out of it, which of course I know probably means I haven't properly bounced out of it. But anyway, any thoughts or insights or chakra clearings or anything would be very, very appreciated. When you say bounced out of it, what do you mean? The pain comes and goes? No, it means that I can, I can, you know, I'm in Sarasota, gorgeous beaches. I can walk Siesta Key Beach and feel like the sand and the sun is doing more to help me. You know, the pain doesn't feel quite as scary. The pain is always there. But, it, you know, when you don't feel quite as scared of the pain, it just feels a little easier to deal with. But it doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. So I can't mm-hmm. kind of ever get to a place where I'm just in, you know, the abundant health. But I just feel like there's a chicken and egg thing happening. Right. Well, okay, I would say definitely keep doing whatever it is that pulls you out of the fear of the pain. You know, keep doing, you know, walking on the beach, whatever. And also, I would look at specifically what fear is around the pain, because that's such an interesting way to verbalize it that you're scared of the pain. So whenever we're in fear, I think it's really important to look at it and become very aware of exactly what it is that we're scared of so then yeah, you I, can start questioning it. I totally agree, and the only thing I can come up with when I ask is it feels bullying. It's, it's like it's mean. You know, other people have fear or have pain, and they're just like, oh, this sucks, I can't wait till it goes away, and I like power. It's like, it's like I'm being bullied by my own body. It's a very odd energy, and I don't know how to find my way around it and like I said I can go to the beach and just feel like I'm getting a hug like you guys are giving me a hug that makes me feel better but that's not helping me feel less bullied it's just do you you feel like you're bullied in other areas of your life is that sort of your thing no I have a really nice life with a lot of loving people it's almost like where is this coming from am I making it up well I would look at that I would really look at that and figure out what you know what this what the fear is like it, it is your body you are in control and stop being a victim to it and and but but more importantly figure out the details around the fear and the details around feeling like there's a bully because a bully can't bully you unless you let them yeah i just realized talking to you the bully is kind of some general person like you know my car got broken into so that's like whoever did that was a bully i don't know who it was right my identity got stolen whoever did that is a bully so i don't have any specific people in my life just the idea of there are kind of some mean people that do mean things, and so it's a generalized sense of when people mm-hmm. do things that you can't control. Right. All you can control is how you perceive it. Respond to it, right? right. You know? Yeah. So I would look at how you're perceiving it and in specific terms and come up with some new options for yourself. Without, you know, I can't go too deeply into it, obviously, but I, right. I would definitely pay attention to when you say you feel like you're being bullied and you're scared of it, what exactly are you scared of and how does being bullied make you feel and what exactly is bullying about this? Mm-hmm. And look at those things and then choose a different perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Thank right, you. and even, even if that feels fake, just keep choosing it? Keep choosing it because it's just as real as it's, it's the truth. You get to decide what is true. <laughs> There's a great um, line from, have you ever read The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles? I have, yeah. The truth, there's something in it that says um, the truth is, and this is not how he says it, but basically the truth is whatever you say it is. 
Right. So you get to decide what the truth is. Decide a different truth for yourself and really work at it. Keep saying it. Any little feeling that you can get of excitement around your new truth, even though at first it might seem like a load of crap, stay on that feeling and feel what it would feel like if your truth was actually true and get your emotions behind it and just keep strengthening that muscle. I call it going to the spiritual gym. We don't get to just, you know... You got to work it out, especially when you're when you're doing um, when you're turning something around that is probably very deep seated in you that you've been carrying around for a long time. You got to keep going to the gym and turn it around. Sounds, yeah. That sounds yeah. perfect, Carrie. And um, we want to thank you so much for calling in today from Florida. And uh, I loved what you said, Jen, about you know who is really bullying you and. Every moment we have a choice to believe in whatever's going on around us and our beliefs are creating our reality. Um, but you said it in such a cool, fun, interesting, beautiful way. And also, um, Jen, I, yeah, thank you so much. I also want to thank you for coming on the show today. I know we only get you for a little bit today, um, that we're very lucky to have you. Where are you going to be next? What's going on in your life next? Um. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't. I'm going rafting through the Grand Canyon in April, which I'm very excited Ooh. about. And then I'm turning 50 in August, so I, I'm not sure either Alaska or Iceland are my oh. next trip. Yeah, and then I'm going to be on book tour. So oh. I'm, not, I'm not quite sure it's in May sometime, so that'll be that. Yeah, it's really exciting. I'm glad that you're taking so much time out to have adventures for yourself, which you also write about in the book, too, about not being exhausted and taking time out for oneself and choosing joyful things, because we're all going to be very lucky when you get back on your book tour as you travel around the country. And we're going to be very blessed that you've rested and had fun. So thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. That was really fun. Oh, good. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. That's wonderful. Joyful blessings to you. We're going to take another break here on the Marine Menu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question, and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. I was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden, the pain started. My entire chest. Shortness of breath. Very fatigued. Nauseated. Thought that it was nothing much, maybe just stress. You're having a heart attack. I'm healthy. I'm young. There's no way it could be my heart. No way. Heart disease doesn't discriminate. Listen to your body. Go get checked. Heart disease is the number one killer in women, and this is something that we can fight. Visit GoRedForWomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. 
Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio, Alternative Talk 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and of course, that was lovely to have Jen Sincero on the phone with us from New Mexico, or Santa Fe, actually. And uh, now I'm going to be taking your calls. So who do we have on the phone lines? Let's go out to Jim calling in from Everett. So Jim, you're live with Marie Manucheri. Hi, Marie. Uh, like uh, Jen was saying, I know Jen's gone, but am, I want to know if I'm an illusion of a big smooth, like I've been married for 35 years, and then my wife said she didn't want to be with me. Uh-huh. So she told me <laughs> to find somebody else. Yeah. But I like, you know, I have a good sense of, inner peace right and i don't want to um i don't want to have to come back i don't know if i'm gonna if i'm up at the upper scenes you are so adorable so you're talking about reincarnation you don't want to come back into your body (laughs) yes and i don't want if she's telling me to go find somebody else to satisfy my desires but if this you know you know my Psyche, being a Christian, has been like, okay, I made a vow, and that's kind of like breaking a vow, even though she told me to go, I don't want to be with you, but I want to be married so I can use your insurance. So <laughs> That kind of sounds a little selfish, don't you think? You know, I, Well, first of all, here's what I think needs to happen. And I'm very sorry about this rude awakening and disturbing moment that you had in your life where your 35 years of bliss or from your perception of bliss has now been disrupted by your wife who decided she's not happy in the marriage, which is important. Everyone needs to make those decisions about their life. I, I do think that you get to decide how do you want her? Do you want to stay married while you go out in the world and create other relationships or do you want to be divorced? So this is something that you need to figure out on your own because I know, but right? would that change my life path, you know, or well, the path of, course, of those that ch- I've, I've have a relationship with. Of course it's going to change your life path. Of course. I know, but is it going to make it for the worst for myself oh. and for them? Well, I think that if you stay in a relationship or however you're going to look at this with someone who doesn't want to be with you, that's not good for your life path or her life path or anybody else's life path. It's not good for the universe. I think one of the things that people forget is that the choices we make create a vibrational pattern that goes out into all of the cosmos and all of the universal energy. So it's very important for us to be in alignment with what is in our highest and best good. Is it in your best good to be with someone who says, I don't love you, I don't want to be with you, but I want your insurance? (laughs) Is that in your highest and best good? I think that's something that you have to determine because there are some people that do come to an agreement that they're going to stay married for financial reasons, like maybe they don't want to split their assets. Well, and then I have to get my daughter through college, too, for the next year or two. Sure, yeah. But maybe the two of you will live separately and you can start to explore another life for you. I do think you've been snoozing. Because I don't think that someone just wakes up one day and goes, hey, I don't want to be married to you anymore. I think that there are probably signs along the path that things have not been working out and that she hasn't been happy. And I bet you $1,000 you haven't been happy either. But you have been saying, I'm going to be respectful. I took a vow. I'm going to stay in this marriage. 
but you know, clearly happiness hasn't been reigning throughout this relationship. Right? Yes, you're you're seeing it exactly correct. Right. And and here's the other part. I I love it when people say to me, I don't want to come back again. I, I think it's adorable, by the way. I really do. Um, I, I can understand because sometimes life can feel like a burden. But really, that's a decision you're going to make when you're out of body on the other side, surrounded by angels and guides and what you perceive as God um, from your soul's perception about what would be in your highest good to grow your soul. So, well, yeah. you know, so we can't make that decision right now. And you get to choose whatever you want if you don't want to come but back. But I don't want to hinder it, hinder that path. So that's, you know, what I'm, do you understand what I'm yes. saying? That I feel like I'm, a, I'm on a pet prep per, uh, a canyon and I'm about to make a decision that could be catastrophic. Oh, I love what you're saying. Well, here's what I believe, and you don't have to believe in anything I say. Is that, well, I do. That's why I'm calling <laughs> Well, you still have free will. You get to believe whatever you want. I don't think God made marriage licenses. I don't. I think creation, God's source, is in charge of love. And that when people truly love each other, that's the best marriage there is. And sometimes people who truly love each other are not married to each other. Sometimes our truest love is not even an intimate partnership. So if you're worried that if you get a divorce that you're breaking the laws of God, I think that it might be interesting to perceive... What if those are human laws? I mean, humans made laws to, you know, that, oh, a marriage license is ordained by God. But I don't think that God really ordains anything unless it's full of love. <laughs> so sure. that's just my perception about it. So, so I don't want you to feel guilty if you decide to end your marriage. I also don't want you to feel guilty if you decide to stay married but live separately. I think you need to decide what feels good to you and move in that direction. And I do think that that would be the most godly, beautiful loving thing you could do for yourself and others, ultimately. Okay. Um, can I sneak this in? Should I stay at the jo- job that I'm trying to get back into or go to that a new job with, like, $15 less an hour? <laughs> Which one makes you happiest? Well, uh, being outside. The other one, I'd be inside working in a refrigerator, working nights. But So I think you should do what makes you happy, because when you're happy— Energy expands, and we actually exactly. attract more money. Even if it's not from our employer, we get money in other ways. We get better health and food and better mm-hmm. housing if our energy is expansive. When our energy is contracted, even though you might be making more money, you right. might have higher bills. So uh, I would always choose what brings you joy. It, it, that's, okay. Okay? I agree, but so can I email you to find if I need to, like, I'm, I can heal people and stuff like that. Should I uh, go online and ask you if I could, what courses I need to do, or can you well, tell yeah, me? You, you can write into the newsletter. Uh, I don't answer a lot of emails. I'm super busy. That's why I do the the radio show and answer people's, you know, questions on the air. But we have answered a lot of your questions, so um, you can. You ri- have. I know. I need to let somebody else go. And <laughs> you are becoming so popular. I used to call you anytime I wanted to, and I'm glad you're being blessed. But oh. I was. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. And I wish you the greatest joy and amazing love and fantastic happiness. You deserve it. Yes. Likewise to you, my friend. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. So who do we have next on the phone? Let's go out to the beautiful Bay Area and let's bring on Kate from San Francisco. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hi. I'm doing well. Thank you. Great. What can I do for you? Um... I've only been here now about two weeks, and I have lived here before, so I have a handful of friends, 
but I need to forge out and make my own group of friends. So I'm just, um, sounds kind of funny, but like, <laughs> how do you make friends? <laughs> okay. you know, as an adult, how do you go out and meet your your group of people you're aligned with? And it can also help me with, you know, career pathways and Okay, so, so let me get this straight. You just moved to San Francisco two weeks ago, and you want everything right now. Yes. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I'm very social, and I don't like sitting alone. <laughs> okay, well, you know, sitting alone could probably be one of the most profound experiences of your life. Even mm. even in this beautiful book, You Are a Badass, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jen, Jen talks about how having reflective time with yourself is where you get the answers. So mm-hmm. so I would say, let's just relax. Let's just enjoy this accomplishment that you moved to San Francisco. You're in a new area. I want you to just breathe and relax and not be caught up on how many friends you need to have by tomorrow and how you have to have your whole career figured out by next right. week. I want yes. you to relax because when we set those goals on ourselves, like, oh my gosh, I'm alone. Where is everybody? Blah, blah, blah. We start mm-hmm. being unkind to ourselves and that starts mm. to contract our energy. So if you can just learn to be happy and be content with the way things are right now, that's going to attract more happiness to you. Okay. Okay. That's what I would recommend that you do. And I think it's going to be a little challenging. So that means you need to be saying some positive affirmations to yourself. Like when you're sitting by yourself at a restaurant eating food and you wish that you were surrounded by a group of fun people laughing their heads off, I want you to tell yourself, I want you to go, Kate, I love you. You're an amazing human being, and I'm proud of you for sitting here and enjoying dinner by yourself. And, and of course, no one, you'll be doing this in your mind. No one will, be, <laughs> will know that you'll be doing this. I want you to start talking to yourself that way because that kind of conversation with your own being is going to heighten your vibration exponentially. Mm, mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yes, I okay. could see that. All right, so that's your homework assignment. Enjoy the Bay Area. Love and adore yourself Every moment that you're alone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I haven't thought of it that way. And then all, right. all the perfect people will show up to delight, inspire you, and offer you gifts. Okay? Great. Okay. Thanks so much. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. So who do we have next? We're just streaming through these um, phone calls. And for those of you, um, we have Taylor, who's in the studio today, yes. taking care of us. Thank you so much. Thank Benny's- you. Off doing something fun. Yep, watching the boys. Watching the boys. Yeah, so I'm sure he might. He's probably listening in. in he right probably now, is. So. Yeah, so it's lovely to have you in the studio. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for helping us. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll keep it moving. We'll go yeah. out to Lily in Seattle. Uh, so Lily, you are live with Marie Manu Cherry. Good morning. Good morning, Lily. How are you? I am great. I just wanted to share with you two things. One is that we're born on the same day, same year. Really, March thirtieth, nineteen sixty-one. No, I thought you were. You're not, you're 61? Yeah. Okay, never mind. I'm older than you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're born on the very oh, same day, huh? I thought someone else was, okay, I got the wrong person. I apologize. I'm an oh, Aries, though. I'm an Aries. We're both, yes, we're both Aries. <laughs> yeah. And so, so what day is your birthday, Lily? Mine is 28. Oh, my. Oh, so we're just a couple of days away from each other. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. So, okay. Well, so, no, wrong person. Oh, anyway. that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just calling in because I, all I want to say is I'm enjoying your show. Today and Jen, what she was saying earlier about people going through a process in birthing. Yeah. And a lot of times in life, we have this thing that is be perfect. And when things go on in our lives or something happens and people around us think, what's wrong with you? There's something <laughs> wrong with you. And that's what it, it kind of confuses you. Kind of like, okay, maybe there's something wrong with me because their life is this and mine is going through this valley. So today what you're sharing is just, it has helped me a lot. And, and a, a quick comment here is that, 
someone, I won't go into detail, someone that I um, didn't see for nine years, and I was going to go see them this year, and they died. <gasps> and I thought, oh. and I thought, how? I didn't get a chance to see them. But anyway, it, it was like life, those things, little things, quirk happened right. in life. Right. And you go, okay, <laughs> but it's part of life. And so it's just, and people go, okay, well, you should have, you know, should come in. Oh, no, no. Then, I mean, in fact, you can have a beautiful conversation with this person now that the other, they're on the other side. Yeah. In fact, it might be more rewarding. And I do think that this passing was like a wake-up call for you to go, hey, life is going by really quick. What do, <laughs> what do I want to be happy? You know what I mean? Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so, but anyway, that was it. Thank you uh, for the oh, show today. It was and... wonderful. It's wonderful, and I'm enjoying it. And right. even your comments of people have been really funny, too, to me. I'm listening, and it's, it's, it's funny. <laughs> well, All well, right. I'm telling you, Jen's really funny. Her book cracks me up. And um, thank you for calling in. You're very kind. And happy birthday that's coming up for you. This is a big year for Aries. You know, we're... Uh-uh. We're fin- I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> finishing all those conjunctions between Uranus and Pluto. So you should have a lot of insights starting, according to all the people I've been reading, starting okay. March 16th. Lots of insights. We're going to actually have David Pond on the show next week, and he's going to be talking to us about the eclipses and what's coming up for us. And he's a delight, so I'm sure you'll want to tune in and listen to him. Will do. Okay, thank right, you. Then. Have a great okay. day. Bye-bye. You know, Taylor, you know what's so interesting is... is one of the things that I got out of reading um, You Are a Badass, which is a really funny title. Every time I say it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that just cracks makes me up. Makes me smile. Right. It makes me smile. <laughs> is, is all the challenges that I personally went through when I was in the transition that it, luckily I was having so much fun looking at chakras and seeing spirit guides and all of that that I didn't get bogged down in all the horrible things that I that were happening in my life at the same time. And I can see why it's challenging for people yeah. as they're exploding into their incredible, unique, beautiful selves that all this weird stuff happens. Yeah. It's kind of like a volcano's going off, right? It, yeah. It's like cleaning the environment, you know, because you know, ash is one of those things that is actually is great for the environment. It grows beautiful um, foliage eventually, but it creates fire, burns the heck out of everything that yeah. used to be there. At first. Yeah. <laughs> At first. Yes, it's yeah. all about the perspective, really. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's lovely. Oh, who do we have on the... On the phone. So we will go out to Alexis in Los Angeles. Oh, so Alexis, lovely. you're live with Marie Manicherry. Hi, Alexis. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm really great. What can I do for you? Um, I can't believe you have the same birthday as my niece. Oh, really? That's magical, yeah. Oh, how old is your niece? Um, she'll be 15. Oh, well, uh, th- there's, um, oh, I'm trying to remember the gentleman's name. It's escaped me in the moment. But he wrote this really amazing book about birth dates. Um, I'm so sorry. I can't remember it at the, and he talks about people who are born on March 30th are like really intuitive, which of course I had no idea I was an intuitive until I was in my late thirties. And it happened to be around the time that I started reading his books. And so, um, you might want to chat with your niece about her intuition because it's nice to know sooner versus later, you know, that you're a very, very intuitive individual. So, um, maybe have a chat with her about that. I'm sure she'll love to hear that. I will. will So what can I do for you? Well, um, Oh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see from the reader board that you've had some rosacea, right? Yes. Okay. So rosacea is actually a seventh chakra problem. So the seventh chakra on top of your head, which is your connection to God, source, spirit, trees, kitty cats, whatever you happen to believe in is God, which of course everything is God, including you. Um, it's about not allowing the universe to love you. So to help get rid of your rosacea or any kind of skin problem that anybody might be having who's listening to the show today, 
it's about receiving love from the divine. So how how are you at that, letting creation adore you, cherish you, and love you, just like the way you love your niece? I am not good at that at all. Right. So do you think you could work on that? I absolutely have been trying, yeah. <laughs> so what does trying mean? You know, that's that's one of those words um, that kind of shouldn't be in, vo- in the vocabulary. I, I know that, too. Yeah. I practice, uh-huh. but I still get locked in being disconnected. Mm. Like, my thoughts are just kind of stuck in Aww. frustration. Aww. And, I'm uh, so sorry. I can hear it in your voice. I'm so sorry that it's been so hard right now. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So I love the fact that you've been practicing and I know how much you love your niece, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want you to think about how much you love her and how precious she is and how she is loved by the divine. And then I want you to transfer that same feeling that you have for her to you, for you. Okay. So that's going to be your new practice because you already know how to develop that emotion towards her. So I'm going to ask that you recreate that emotion and then direct it towards you. It sounds so simple. Yeah, it sounds really simple. <laughs> and and I would avoid inflammatory foods like wheat and dairy. Typically, people who have, you know, something inflammatory going on, they probably have some allergies or they need to have some healing in their intestinal tract. So dairy can be inflammatory and so can wheat. Do you think it's also connected to um, job-related? <laughs> what I think rosacea is anything to do with the skin, like acne, psoriasis, eczema, um, of course, rosacea. I really think it's related to shame. If we were to take it down to an emotional component, because it's kind of shameful when your face turns bright red or you have pimples on your face or you have, you know, um, weird lesions from psoriasis that itch and, and look uncomfortable. People get embarrassed. So how we feel about the way something is in our body is just a reflection of what we're feeling inside before this thing appeared. So working on shame and and I mean no disrespect to the family that raised you, by the way, but there was a little bit of shame going on. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so when babies are born, they, majority of individuals, when they come into a body, they feel amazing. Um, they feel fantastic. They, um, you know, they're fresh from creation, so they don't have a lot of self-criticism or anything of that nature. And so typically things that happen to us in our childhood are part of what's affecting our energy today. And of course, there is going to be a past life connection. So shame could be something that you felt in previous lifetimes for various reasons. So the opposite of shame is to feel valuable and newsworthy and perfect in every way, right? That you're Mm -hmm. celebrated. So when you start to feel shame, embarrassment, I want you to have a nice conversation with yourself and tell yourself the words that you didn't hear when you were a kid. Like maybe, I'm proud of you. You're a beautiful woman. You're amazing. You know, things of that nature. Do you think you could do that? Absolutely. Great. And so this will actually calm down the rosacea, by the way. Fantastic. (laughs) Good. Great. Great. Well, thank you. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I really appreciate everything that you do. Oh, thank you so much. It's a joy to do what I do. So um, I'm glad that you're enjoying it as well. And have a gorgeous day in L.A. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Lovely. 
So we're here in Seattle talking about all kinds of things, how to shift your vibration, your energy, your frequency. And we had the joy of interviewing Jen Sincero, who wrote, You Are a Badass. <laughs> you know, really, the F word is in this book multiple times. And so as I was reading it last night and again this morning, I mean, all of a sudden I'll just burst out laughing because, oh, my gosh, this self-help book just swore in it, which is really kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Um, so meditation is an important part of, you know, getting into, um, the essence of your being, spending quiet time with yourself, not watching TV, not playing on Facebook, but just really relaxing and letting the universe speak to you. And I think we have another call. We can maybe take our last call here. Yeah. So let's go out to Teresa in Seattle real briefly. Um, you are live with Marie Manish Terry. Hi, Marie. This is Teresa. Hi, Teresa. How are you? Great, great. Uh, Quick question. I've uh, been really working on my health this past year. Your house or I, your health? My health. Okay, which is kind of your house when you think about it, right? Your soul's inside Absolutely. your body, so that's your house. Okay, great. You've been working on your health. Uh-huh. Um, so I've been doing fermented foods and, and been um, doing yoga. I just started yoga this last couple of weeks and um, cut out gluten and all that. Is there anything else that you see that I, I should be looking at? Falling in love with you because, you know, you're kind of hard on yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so And so one of the great things about having a strong personality like you do, it forces you to not do the gluten and make sure you have the fermented foods and all of that good stuff. But are you being loving and nurturing to yourself at the same time that you're doing that? Because that's probably the best ingredient you can put in your body is self-love and compassion. Okay. So how, how's it going in that realm? Um, most, I'm really looking at that as well, too. So most of the time, pretty good. I mean, once in a while, I... I'm like, well, how come I didn't do this or how come I didn't do that kind of thing? So, but I, and then I look at it later and like, oh, you know, it's not, not a big deal. You know, it's all good. Yeah. And can you feel that you're already incredibly healthy? Because a big part of manifesting whatever we want is to hold the energy that it's actually already been created. Because anything you can imagine already exists in the cosmos. So if you can hold the frequency of, oh my gosh, I'm already amazingly healthy. My body's fantastic. It's renewed inside. I'm so proud of myself. Oh my gosh, I already did this. Can you do that, you know, for like three to five minutes once a day? Because that will also help you feel great about yourself and allow your body to feel supreme in its, you know, healthiness. Exactly. That's what I really needed to hear. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, good, good. And, and that's for everyone who's listening out in radio world. Anything you want to manifest in your life, you need to hold on to that frequency as if it's already been created. And um, Teresa, because you've been working so hard, you know that you would feel grateful and overjoyed and excited mm-hmm. and energized. For Absolutely. Cre- I feel great now. I, I do. Yay. 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 Okay. So excellent. I think that was the missing ingredient. Okay, thank you so much, Frank. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay, that hour went by extremely fast. Um, You can go to energyintuitive.com and listen to this on podcast. It'll be uploaded sometime today. My newsletter was just released as well. You can also go to the website under newsletter and um, listen to all of the the wonderful things that occurred on there, or I should say read all the wonderful things that occurred on there. And then on March 26, which is just around the corner, Deepak Chokra. Chopra, excuse me, is going to be dropping by the studio and talking to us about his new book, The 13th Disciple, and his upcoming visit to the Center for Spiritual Living, where he's going to give a workshop. It sounds amazing. I'm going to attend the workshop as well. East West Bookshop and the Center for Spiritual Living 
come together to make beautiful events for us in the Seattle area so that we can evolve and grow. And we're really grateful for them. So David Pond next week talking about the eclipses and then Deepak is coming into the studio and taking a short break from his very busy schedule to talk to us about some of his newest and latest and greatest activities. Thank you so much for tuning in. It was a pleasure as always. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.